Dietz and Watson's been making meats and cheeses the right way since forever. What's that mean? It means never cutting corners, ever. It means cooking, not processing. It means our Virginia brand ham that's cooked to perfection, then twice baked to layer the flavors. It takes more time, but you can taste the difference. We come to work every day to do it the right way, even if it's the hard way. Because if it's not right for us, it's not right for you. Dietz and Watson, it's a family thing since 1939. Do you want a beautiful lawn? Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow, and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour, and they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. Welcome to the Get Fit Guys Quick and Dirty Tips to Get Moving and Shape Up. My name is Brock Armstrong and I'm the Get Fit Guy. I wore a fancy set of headphones during every workout for two weeks to see if it could help me improve my cycling. And you know what? I think it worked through a concept called neuropriming using a device called the Halo Sport. Now, Halo Sport is a brain stimulator that claims to help you develop muscle memory faster. On their website, they say you can gain skill, strength, and endurance 45% faster. You can also break through plateaus and set PRs, and using their product will also increase neuroplasticity and accelerate learning in the motor cortex. And all of this is backed by more than 4,000 peer-reviewed studies. It's trusted by the NFL, the NBA, the MLB, and Olympic athletes, and the company has more than 20 patents that have been issued to them. Are you intrigued? Well, I was. So to dig into this device properly and the science behind it, I invited a PhD biomedical engineer and neuroscientist to accompany me on this episode. Brock, thanks for having me here today. Um, I'm Brett Wingeyer. I'm chief technical officer and co-founder of Halo Neuroscience. I started my career in medical devices. I worked, uh, got my PhD in biomedical engineering, electric fields of the brain, um, I was an athlete in college, which uh, kind of uh, guided part of what we do here at Halo. And then um, after spending about 13 years building implantable neurostimulators for epilepsy, my co-founder and I realized that there was a chance to use this uh, amazing type of neurotechnology in, in a wearable product. And we started Halo in fall of 2013, and uh, we started the company to make uh, Halo Sport, which is a headset that stimulates your brain to help you get better faster when you train. Yes, you heard that right. Brett just said that they make a headset which stimulates your brain to help you get better faster. Now, the headset he's talking about looks very much like a normal set of headphones. Big earmuffs cover your ears with a band that goes over the top of your head. And the band, it turns out, is the important part. It is actually covered in foamy, pointed little nubs that make contact with your scalp to deliver an electrical current to your cranium. This is definitely not something that you will find in your grandmother's headphones. Okay, let's get back to what Brett meant when he said that the Halo headset stimulates the brain. I mean, what part of the brain is actually getting stimulated? 
is there a specific part of the brain that we actually use more during sports? What we're stimulating is the primary motor cortex. And fortunately, the part of your brain that controls your body is right under the band of a pair of headphones. <laughs> well, that's convenient. I exactly. Yeah. So um, motor neurons go directly from there down to your spinal cord. And when you learn anything from training, uh, there, there's a lot of parts of your brain involved, cerebellum, um, supplementary motor areas. But, uh, you know, really that primary motor cortex is one of the key places where all that learning happens. All right, now is probably a good time to mention a thing called transcranial direct current stimulation, or TDCS. Now, TDCS is a form of neuromodulation that uses direct current delivered via electrodes, which are generally attached somewhere on your head. Now, TDCS was originally developed as a medical therapy for folks with brain injuries or psychiatric conditions. But, as Brett will get into later, there's evidence that using TDCS on a quote-unquote healthy individual could be useful for various types of cognitive enhancement. So the underlying technology is something called transcranial direct current stimulation. And it's, it's been around for about 20 years now. And what we've done at Halo is we've put it into a product that everybody can, can, can wear and use. But what's happening under the hood is if you take a, a little bit of electrical current and you put it on your scalp, enough of that makes its way through your scalp and through your skull that it makes your neurons more likely to fire together. And that's the whole mechanism of learning. The, what, what neuroscientists say is neurons that fire together wire together. Now, you may remember me using that phrase in past articles about getting a bigger chest or rock climbing, and I'll link to those in the show notes over at quickanddirtytips.com slash getfitguy. But you can think of it this way. If you lift something heavy, it's not just, say, your bicep, for example, that's being recruited by your brain. It's also all the stabilizer muscles that support that primary muscle. Now, this means that part of getting better at a movement is not just making the muscle stronger, but also developing the coordination of all the muscles, learning to fire together and, of course, wire together. Exactly, exactly. So, so if you speed that up a little bit, then, then you accelerate the benefits from any kind of movement training. At this point, you may be worrying a little bit about the idea of an electrical current running through your scalp, both for safety reasons and also for pure comfort. Now, I can say from my own experience that there is barely any feeling at all. It mostly just feels like my hair is getting pulled slightly. And honestly, that might be the case. The headset does have to be on your head quite tightly for those foam nubs to maintain contact while you warm up for your workout. Most people feel it as a little bit of tingling. Some people say it's a sensation of warmth. Um, you know, some people, if they turn it up all the way, it's, it's mildly uncomfortable and they just turn it down a little bit. To come back to the safety thing, because it's important, at this point, there's a, there's a, a long history of using this technology. You know, like I said, it's been around for about 20 years. A lot of the original data was from, was from research labs um, all over the country and all over the world exploring the technology. And now, you know, we've got uh, a lot of um, Halo users out there in the wild. We continue to collect that data. You know, one, one of the key things here is we're not making neurons fire that, that wouldn't be firing otherwise. Um, you know, what the technology is really doing is it's, it's just accelerating neuroplasticity by helping those neurons be more likely to fire together. And, and the amount of neuroplasticity that gets induced it's, it's probably no more than you would have on, on, on one of your best days out there 
in the gym, in the boat, whatever. But uh, and I say in the boat because I was a rower in college. Um, but the, the power here is bringing that to, to every training session. I found this point very interesting. I was using the Halo Sport 2 on my bike the morning that I talked with Brett, and I had been fighting a cold for a while and wasn't really feeling my best. I was kind of flailing around on my bike trainer, not necessarily concentrating that hard. Now, all of a sudden, it occurred to me that if I'm using the Halo device, and I am, in essence, practicing cycling poorly, am I building connections to become a worse cyclist? Yeah, you know, like that—that's that's one thing to be aware of. Um, like, like pretty much any training aid, um, if you're using it with bad technique, then um, you could you could better ingrain that bad technique. If you use it sitting on the couch, you're just going to get better at sitting on the couch. So, you know, really, one of the keys here is you know, you've got it. You've got to pair it with with good training, um, mindful of technique, measuring your outcomes, making sure you uh, making sure you kind of close the loop between measuring your outcomes, feeding back to your technique, and uh, keeping your brain switched on to try to optimize everything. Now, as you all know, I am not a scientist. So what I've been doing with my Halo Sport is by no means a legitimate scientific study, but this is what I did. Using the Zwift app for my bike and my smart trainer, I tested my functional threshold power or FTP, which is generally acknowledged as the highest average power that you can sustain for an hour measured in Watts. Then I used the Halo Sport 2 for the prescribed 20 minute sessions consistently before each workout for two weeks. Then at the end of those two weeks, I retested my FTP and it had increased by 10 watts. And then another four watts more a few days later for a total of 14 watts. Now that sounds exciting, but despite this improvement, I still find myself frustrated, and this is why. How do I know if it was the halo helping me, or if my success was simply because I was taking my training more seriously? Maybe I just dug in harder because I had a new toy to play with. Yeah, you know, I mean, as as any individual athlete trying to evaluate a technology, you know, you're you're basically doing a study with n equals one, and there's a ton of variables involved, and and that's why that's why it's so so important that we go back to um, we go back to the scientific studies and we look at, you know, what, what are the data when you do this in a, you know, in a group of people in a randomized, double-blinded, et cetera, et cetera fashion. You know, there's, you know, not, not just the studies I've mentioned, but there's, um, you know, there's independent data out there um, that just got published last year from a couple groups not even associated with Halo. We, you know, they just, they, they bought Halo Sport and um, did their own study. And um, they looked at um, power output in cycling and um, time to exhaustion in a, in a in a running in a running kind of drill. And in both of those cases, you know, they showed that the group that got the real stimulation uh, did better than the group that got the fake stimulation. Yes, Brett just said fake stimulation. Unlike modalities that are lacking quality scientific studies, things like ice baths, compression gear, or vibration platforms, which you really can't fake. Whether the TDCS is real or fake, it doesn't really feel any different from wearing a tight set of headphones. And this makes it possible to have what's called a placebo group, which makes the scientific evidence, at least for me, even more compelling. Do you want a beautiful lawn? 
Enter True Green, the easiest way to get a great lawn. Just water and mow and they'll do the rest. Weed control, fertilization, aeration, and more. True Green is the official lawn care treatment provider of the PGA Tour. And they have a verified best price, which guarantees you the lowest price with no compromise on quality. You do you. Let True Green do your lawn care. Visit TrueGreen.com, T-R-U-G-R-E-E-N.com to get the best lawn at the best price with the best people. Guaranteed. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed in garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn 2% cash rewards on what you want, like season tickets to watch your favorite team, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like paying for parking. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash. Now, getting back to science and placebos, there is a wonderful history of TDCS on the Cambridge University Press website, where they track the first evidence of transcranial stimulation back to the Roman Empire, when Scribonius Largus, the physician to the Roman Emperor Tiberius Claudius Nero Caesar, described how placing a live torpedo fish, also known as an electric eel, over the scalp could relieve a headache in a patient. Now, that article follows the science all the way up to 2008, when it was concluded that, and I quote, TDCS is a promising tool for basic neuroscientists, clinical neurologists, and psychiatrists in their quest to causally probe cortical representations of sensory motor and cognitive functions to facilitate the treatment of various neuropsychiatric disorders. Now, when I asked Brett to weigh in on the science, I mean, remember, he is a PhD biomedical engineer and neuroscientist, this is what he had to say. Right, right. Well, so the, so the gold standard for any technology like this is randomized, double-blinded, sham-controlled studies. A lot of the original early work was done um, not in the gym, but, but in the lab with things like um, tests where, where, where you try to, to learn how to make piano chords or you know, activate a certain configuration of muscles in, in your hands and fingers. There's a, a couple great papers there around 2013. We actually reproduced some of that work in our own lab. And then more recently, the, there's good data coming out of more out of the sports world. One of our earlier studies was one that we did with the U.S. National Ski and Snowboard Team. And they're really awesome to work with because these guys, they love to measure everything. They're just super scientific about what they did. So um, you know, they, they had some of, their, uh, some of their top ski jumpers. They broke into two groups. Um, half of them trained with Halo getting the real stimulation, half of them got placebo fake stimulation. And, and what they did was they, they practiced in this, uh, on this instrumented force plate on rollers to simulate the conditions that they have when they get down to the end of the ski jump. 
And it's training. They trained for three weeks. Everybody got better, but the group that got the real stimulation got about 31% better. The group that got the fake stimulation got 14% better. Okay, that's really impressive, but how does that even work? As a cyclist, endurance athlete yourself, so much of um, power output and time to failure and all the rest is it's related to your technique and it's related to how well you can keep that technique together in the face of increasing discomfort and fatigue. And, you know, that's the, the real power of this technology for endurance athletes is speaking not just kind of from the science, but from my own experience in cycling and rowing, the, the better you can bake in your technique, and that's what you're doing with this technology, then, then the better you can keep it together in the face of all that fatigue and discomfort. And, and that, that's what gives you the real win when you're out there in the race. When scientists started to become aware of this, um, some of the earliest studies that, that were done and still get reproduced are, um, uh, if, if you do this for about you know, 10 to 20 minutes, then you can activate motor cortex and you can, you can measure this directly right on the spot by using what's called um, transcranial magnetic stimulation and motor evoked potentials. You can put, put this electromagnet on your head and put, an, put EMG electrodes on the, the hand or the forearm of the other side and you can watch this activation happen. And when you do that, um, that activation starts to come on during the session. That activation is reflective of increased neuroplasticity. That, that starts to come on partway into the session and, and it builds. And then the point where you've, where you've kind of reached a plateau and you're probably not going to get much more if you keep doing it and where that increase is going to last for 45 to 60 minutes afterward, that, that's about with a 20 minute session. That led to most of the science being done with 20 minute sessions. Um, there's some scientists out there using 30 minute sessions. That's why um, Halo Sport gives you a 20 minute session. Now, this podcast episode is being released at the beginning of what us sport fanatics call an Olympic year. Now, if all of what we've just talked about is true, isn't this kind of comparable to doping or cheating? It kind of feels that way to me. So I asked Brett if he's aware if there's any bans being put on this kind of device for the 2020 Summer Olympics. It's a it's a question that's been that's been discussed a good few times by now by by the neuroethicists who th and the and the sports ethicists who think about this kind of thing and um, at, at this point we're we're not aware of any bans and we're also aware of um, you know some of the the national governing bodies of various sports have, you know they're they're aware of the technology and they you know they've you know at least tacitly accepted it um, if if you step back and you look at the the criteria that makes something a legitimate training tool versus a, a banned performance aid. You know, really what it comes down to is, um, is it safe? Well, there's, there's good data from a number of sources showing this is safe. And then the question that the ethicists ask is, is it consistent with the spirit of the sport? And the key here is you, you really only get, get out as much as you put in. You still have to you have to be mindful of your training. You have to be thoughtful. You have to, you have to work hard. That thing we talked about earlier, um, if you use it with bad technique, then that's probably going to be counterproductive. So it's a training aid like many other technologies that we'd use. It's, it's just a new technology, and it's, it's something that interacts with the brain. So uh, you know, we, there's the obligation to think hard about what it's doing. But um, you know, I think most of the communities come down on the side. It, it's, a, it's a legitimate training aid. So there you have it. 
Halo and indeed all of TDCS is a promising technology, but it's not one that is going to do all the work for you. Remember what Brett said, you really only get out as much as you put in. Now, the way I understand it, nothing will replace hard work and dedication. But if you're already training hard and you're looking for a bump in your already on-point exercise regimen, then there is evidence that wearing these crazy headphones can help. And to be honest, yes, I do find them a little tight and a little uncomfortable on my pinhead. And yes, uh, being a bit of an audiophile, I find the sound quality from the Halo Sport to be boomier and bassier than I would prefer. And yes, I take them off as soon as my 20-minute neuropriming session is over because, well, I get sweaty enough without exercising with earmuffs on. But those are my only three complaints. And despite those three complaints, I wore them this morning and I plan to wear them again. You can find more information about Halo and Halo Sport at um, our website, www.haloneuro.com. Obviously, you can buy a headset, but uh, we've also got a science page on there and a page with some case studies of athletes, um, really just a ton of content explaining what this technology is, how it works, and some of the stories from athletes and musicians who have used it. Again, I'm Brett Wingeyer. My my Twitter handle is Wingeyer, W-I-N-G-E-I-E-R. And uh, I certain, certainly welcome getting in touch with anybody who uh, wants to learn more about the technology. And before we wrap up, you can get yourself an exclusive listener discount on the Halo Sport if you go to gethalosport.com slash getfitguy. That's gethalosport.com slash getfitguy. Or you can just use the code getfitguy at checkout to get $75 off your own Halo Sport. And disclosure time. Neither I nor Quick and Dirty Tips receives any financial incentive from you using that link or that code. This is simply a gift from Halo to you, you adventurous fit folks. All right, I'd like to thank Brett one more time for coming on the podcast and helping me get through this rather heady topic. <laughs> now, don't forget to tune in next week when I'm going to be talking about variations on the squat and how we can make them a little more fun and a little more functional. You won't want to miss that. Now, my name is Brock Armstrong, and I'm the Get Fit Guy, asking you, what are you waiting for? Go stimulate that brain. On this episode of Plant Killers, we'll explore one nation's most notorious fruit and vegetable killer, bad dirt. What makes bad dirt so bad? The answer, the ingredients. But fear not, true crime enthusiasts. This story has a happy ending. New miracle Grow organic raised bed and garden soil. It's made with quality organic ingredients from upcycled green waste like compost and aged bark. Unlike the other guys who can't say the same. Looks like bad dirt's murdering days are over. Thanks to miracle Grow. Join us next time on Plant Killers. With the Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card, you can earn unlimited 2% cash rewards on purchases you want and purchases you need. That means you earn on what you want, like trying out that new workout class, and 2% cash rewards on what you need, like a foam roller for your sore muscles. That's the beauty of the Active Cash Credit Card. It's ready when you are with unlimited 2% cash rewards. The Wells Fargo Active Cash Credit Card. That's real life ready. Terms apply. Learn more at wellsfargo.com/activecash.